Every time we have a new administration in the diocese, it seems that one of the things they like to do is change the name of something that we have. And most recently, uh, our director of religious education is now called the parish catechetical leader. We went from DRE to PCL. So now Kathy Civic is not our DRE, she's our pickle. And this past week, we had a diocesan-wide pastor pickle meeting with the bishop. And he said something that really caught my attention. He said this, we have no need for any more volunteers in the Diocese of Cleveland. I want to do away with volunteers altogether. If people want to volunteer, there are plenty of organizations that need them, hospitals, art organizations, the park systems, but the Catholic Church is not about trying to get people to volunteer. She never banded together. Jesus never banded together a group of volunteers. He didn't have the 12 volunteers. He had the 12 disciples. We don't need volunteers to teach third grade PSR class. We don't need a volunteer to teach high school girls volleyball. We don't need a volunteer to lecture at Sunday morning mass. Volunteers give of their excess time and largely do things that make them happy, fulfills them. And while noble and good, as far as that goes, it's not what we're looking for in a Christian. We are looking for disciples. Jesus today said, I desire you to bear much fruit and to be my disciple. Now here's the difference between a volunteer and a disciple. A volunteer will call up on Sunday morning and say, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I had unexpected company come in. A disciple will put food out for their company and say, I've got a ministry to fulfill. I'll be back as quickly as I can, have something to eat. A volunteer is helping out, filling a slot. A disciple has a mission and a ministry. It flows out of their conviction that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior and that that requires a response from me. It also flows out of a sense of identity. You don't volunteer for things with which you identify. You don't volunteer to be a spouse or a parent. That's a vocation. And you can't call in and say, I'm sorry, I can't parent today. Something really important has come up. Or, I'm sorry, I can't spouse for you today. Could you find someone else to take my spot? I am just swamped. You, know, you can't do that. Last weekend, the Knights of Columbus had their 5K race around the park. And I love that event, even though I don't run. Although, Father Simone discovered that he ran. He was all dressed up in his dress shoes, his shoes and, a, and a coat on. He says, I'm just going to do the one-mile fun walk. And when everyone else took off walking, he was like, oh, I guess i got to run. And he ran the whole thing in dress shoes and his jacket. I was like, wow. <laughs> that morning, I had a splitting headache, which is weird because I don't tend to get headaches. And it felt like a tiny dragon was just clamped to my head right here and he had a spoon and he was digging it over my eyeball and I was oh and I know the guys would have understood if I would have said you know I'm not feeling well guys I'm not going to be there today but I wanted to show 
my support for the community. As their priest, I wanted to say the opening prayer. And even as I was saying, I'm going, wow, this prayer doesn't sound very cheery. I hope I'm not bumming out the runners. But to be present and to cheer the winners, encourage the stragglers, and thank those who helped out. I didn't want to be a volunteer that could just not be there if I didn't feel like it. I wanted to be the pastor and have, make the sacrifice to suck it up and to make this collar I wear not a costume but part of my identity. Being Catholic is not something that we do. It is who we are. It's not an activity like biking. It's a way of being like being a man or being a woman or being French. It is why Jesus says today, children, let us not love in word or speech, but in deed and in truth. Because it's more than just knowing about the faith. It's making it come alive in our world. You know, it's one thing to cheer on the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's another to be a Cleveland Cavalier. It's one thing to sit in your armchair in front of the TV with your soda and second-guess a player. It's another thing to run up and down the court and handle the ball and take a shot. One, if you get disgusted, you can turn off the TV and go do something else. The other, even if you are having the worst game of your life, you must stick it out because you are a Cavalier. Didn't do so well this past week. I was reading it in the paper and wondering, what if the newspaper covered homilies the same way they cover the Cavaliers? You know, Valanchek gives a real snore. Several congregants fall asleep, you know. <laughs> but we are Christian. We are not spectators, we are not hobbyists, and we are not volunteers. It's why Jesus says today, I am the vine, you are the branches. We are not some sort of outside creature enjoying the fruit of the vine. Like not animals eating the grapes or even vintners tending to the vines. We are the branches on the vine. And what is expected of the branches? That they are fruitful. What do you do with the branch on your apple tree when it dies? You cut it out. What does a business do when one of its branches is failing and is becoming a drag on the entire company? You close the branch. What happens if you stop paying your cable bill? You are cut off from cable. And what if anyone does not remain in Jesus, a fruitful vine? They will be cut out and thrown away to wither. Here's how to be fruitful. And here's an analogy that I used last week, but I only had one analogy, and we can only use this analogy once every 60 years, so you're going to get it again today. A lot of work has been going on in this restoration of ours of our beautiful church, and it's been fun watching this place transform. It's already difficult to remember how ugly the bell tower in the front of the church was with the moss growing all over it and the severe black streaks going down the front of the church. Over the past few weeks, a man with a cherry picker went up the front of our building with a mild soap solution and a water gun and cleaned the whole of the, of the bell tower in the front of the church. And now it looks clean and beautiful, almost like new. But in reality, 
Even before the water began drying from the washing, imperceptibly little particles of dirt started falling on our beloved church. It will accumulate incredibly slowly to the point where we won't even notice it until it's really dirty again, unless we keep on top of it. That's our Western culture. We have come such a long, long way bringing beauty and culture to our world, seeking truth, striving after that which is good, defending the dignity of the individual, safeguarding family and marriage, preaching responsibility and duty and honor while paying our thanks and homage to God. And just as we are in the safest, wealthiest, freest nation ever, we have lost our nerve. We grew slack, and slowly other forces in waiting began to darken this great light, almost imperceptibly. And it's only now that it is becoming dark like the streaks on the front of the church do we realize how much things have slipped and how much work there is to be done. To be a fruitful part of the vine, then, is just not about accosting strangers and asking them, do you, have you been saved, which ultimately just makes them angry but firstly, by living your life in such a way that is truly beautiful, that reflects goodness and truth to always be truthful. Manifest that dignity of each human person. Fulfill your vows and promises and give glory to God to be a noble man, to be a noble woman. Don't underestimate how important your particular life is. How you live does matter. You are essential. Living first then can only be, we have to live it first. Only then can you be a person of influence. And that begins to attract others to the life, even if it's on your deathbed. I've seen that. People acting beautifully on their deathbed, converting other people who are around them. And then one heart, one soul at a time, we start transforming our families, our neighborhood, our parishes, our cities, our nation. Just like this building was transformed one brick at a time, cleaned one brick at a time until the whole thing is new and beautiful. Don't worry about being only one branch on the vine. That's all you are called to be. But lived well, it is far more powerful than you can ever imagine. And we will create a better world.